1: Diet starts tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza And Aileen Drexler
2: I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat
1: In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram Just doing my workout, Tuesday's arms and back But feels anything but in real life
3: Is butter a carb? Yes
1: This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie From people who understand the struggle I am on the third day of my cleanse diet
4: Hello, and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. And I'm Eileen. And we are back for our first episode post-summer beginning, which is like a pretty big deal.
2: I guess, yeah, except for the fact that the first weekend of the summer was like winter, <laughs> in New right. York at least.
4: <laughs> right. Well, um, that is okay, because I don't think it's going <laughs> We have the whole rest of the summer to enjoy. I know, I know. But it didn't feel like... Fit, no, you know it didn't. what I mean. I didn't. I had like quite a productive weekend, though. I feel like I worked all weekend <laughs> on okay. selling my clothes that don't fit. <laughs> and um, you had like a
2: flash sale.
4: <laughs> yeah, I did. I had a flash sale. Um, did you
2: sell Jay's dress?
4: No, no, no one. Um, no one Wanted has. It? No one bought it. But if anyone wants my friend's dress, <laughs> still available.
2: I have some stuff I need to sell, actually, from like all of my bachelorette. And weddings time. Yeah. Um, it's been in my closet. You think I should try to get rid of it on my Instagram? Like, I don't know. I'm not. I try to do it on Poshmark. I was pretty successful, but then I have to give them a huge cut. So how yeah. did you do? What, how did you print labels and crap? Like
4: I that? didn't print labels. Yeah. I'm just going to go to the post office and write and, and down their addresses and pay. So they for, pay you first? Yeah. They they all paid me. So now all the, the goes, the rest of the, some of the money goes to dry cleaning for the things that have been worn. Some of the money goes towards uh the the shipping, and then we will see what my profit margin is.
2: Can you um come over to my house <laughs> and do it for me?
4: <laughs> What's what, my when I...
2: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I'll feed you. I'll buy you weed.
4: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's not what I need. <laughs> but um <laughs> that does actually segue into our topic for today, which is weed. Um and we're really like Our slash my relationship with it because like I think that at least something that I'm realizing in my own personal journey that I've maybe alluded to but I haven't really fully spoken about as a whole episode is sort of like the interaction of my smoking with dieting and intuitive eating and just generally trying to like, yeah, you know, recover from some shit. So, yeah, that is something I've been that's something I've been working on right now. I don't know if buying me weed to do your sale would be like <laughs> the most.
2: <laughs> OK, what do you want then? <laughs> you want money?
4: Money, money. You,
2: you have to take a smaller cut than Poshmark then.
4: I don't know what they I take. just I
2: don't I don't need I don't need you to go to the post office. Just um just do the Instagram sale.
4: I don't think you, but here's the thing. I don't think you know how much like work to, I did to prep. I was like looking for like. What the prices would be of like? That's what um, I'm
2: saying. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. So oh, I, I can I'll give that. you a cut.
4: Yeah, I'll give you a cut. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's fully work. Like, I, and I was, I was, as I was thinking, I was like, you can't be lazy about this. Like, you're working right now. People are gonna pay you. You're working. You're totally. making actually more on this day than you make on a work day. So
2: <laughs> well, that's why I haven't. I've been procrastinating because I know, like, you have to put an effort to, like, you know, market your material,
4: my, your stuff. So. The reason I think all of it sold out is because I, like, actually marketed it. Like, I had photos on the ready of, like, when I had worn these things.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, my I definitely have photos of all my stuff. But anyway, let's talk about weed. So okay, So, what is um, the deal? So, tell, give us some background.
4: So, maybe we should go back even farther. I love weed. Like, I, if I could give up, like, every substance but still have weed, like, that would be good to me. Like, I... Although I don't know if like for social reasons I would pre- like give up alcohol, but truly what I prefer to be doing is smoking what weed. What other like,
2: substance would you give give away?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Sugar, like sugar. I don't know. Coffee. Like, okay. I'm just saying like there's many things that like I would give up before I would give up weed is like how much I love weed. So okay. basically like throughout the pandemic, I started, I used to basically just smoke like every day after work, like come home and like smoke when the day is done. But during the pandemic, like, it, like you're just home for like endless hours. And I started smoking like basically like all the time, to- like any hour, anytime. And I was just like increased my smoking so much during the pandemic to a point where like in the winter, I was like, okay, this is too much. Like I need to like, I really need to cut back. Like this is just like it's it's too much. So for like the first like for almost, like, all of January, I, like, didn't smoke other than, like, maybe a little bit. But then I went back to it in, like, February. And
2: Wait, why did you not smoke in January?
4: Because I just wanted to, like, take... Because I had I realized, like... Okay, like, thinking about... Thinking back on, like, last winter from, like, the election through, like, December, like, literally, I just, like, was smoking so much. Like... And I, it was, it just felt like too much, like to the point where like, I wasn't even like high anymore. You know what I mean? It was just sort of like, it was just sort of like normal, you know? It wasn't doing anything anymore. Right. It wasn't doing anything anymore. And it was just making me like definitely eat, but not as, not like the, not like the level of munchies that I've had in the past where like, it would lead to like a full on binge, but it would, I noticed that like, it would definitely Okay, actually, this is something I didn't really notice till, till I took a break. So I took like a little bit of a break in January because I just wanted to like kind of have a reset. Then back in like February and like we went to Colorado and like I returned to the smoking.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: but through that, through like taking a break and then coming back to it, I realized like how much more it does affect my eating. Even if I'm not doing like full on, you know, frosting out of the can type munchy behavior. Like I, I noticed that I want different foods when I smoke. I noticed that even if I smoke, like, even if I, I'm still eating more than I would have been eating when I didn't smoke and I want different foods and I want less healthy foods when I smoke. So throughout like realizing that and like trying to like figure out intuitive eating with like all my weight gain and then just also like my general like mental health, I have started to feel like. Okay, maybe this doesn't really serve me and like maybe I'm not really able to a do intuitive eating correctly because right. I'm not intuitive, yeah, being intuitive sm- right. like, or my intuition completely shifts. So it's like it's not really intuitive yet. So there was so that was like one thing that started to like really occur to me. And then the other thing is like my I feel like I don't like that I'm so dependent on something to calm me down. Like, I look forward to smoking at the end of the day the way, like, someone who has an alcohol problem looks forward to a drink, you know? Like, I feel like I'm too dependent on it for calming me, for, like, feeling good to have, like, something to excite me, to that, like, oh, I can, like, relax at the end of the day. It's, a,
2: it's an extreme coping mechanism. Method.
4: Yes. It's an extreme coping met- method. So like now I'm trying to cut back, but I'm actually like really struggling with it. Uh-huh. And that is where we are right now.
2: Okay. So how are you trying to cut back? Like what are you doing?
4: Okay. What I originally wanted to do because over Memorial Day weekend, I was like, okay, last week when we were with like Abby's cousins, like all of them smoke. Like and I was like, wow, I didn't realize I could find people who smoke more than I do. But they they do, so I was like, so it was just too much. I felt like my head hurt and whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna smoke in June. But Avi and I are going to Rhode Island next weekend with like his friends, and I know that we're gonna end up like partying, and I know they're we're gonna smoke, and I know that I'm just gonna like realistically not abide by that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll like try to give myself like an exception, but then. Like last night around nine o'clock, I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm smoking this and I'm just gonna smoke right now. So like, I'm just like not, you know, I'm not able to really hold myself. Ser- you can't take it seriously, right? I can't take it serious, or it's not that I can't. It's just like I'm not. And then I wonder, like, maybe I don't really want to quit. And I, co- I sort of go back and forth between like, it's fine, and this isn't okay for me, you know.
2: Uh huh. I can also imagine. It makes you kind of groggy without knowing. You're you know that it makes you groggy. Like during January when you weren't smoking, did you feel like you had a little bit more energy?
4: So I so for like the first two weeks, I don't think that I did, but I I did text my therapist like the third week that I and she like that's how I like remember that I did feel differently. I felt I texted her like I feel really energetic, and it was different and. So I guess like, honestly, I probably would just have to get through like two weeks for that. But then it's like, okay, once, then once I start smoking again, like what happened in Colorado, it just sort of like eventually ends up being like, oh, okay, we're back to where we were.
2: But with less energy. I'm just asking about your energy level. So you're saying that. Because you were also saying, like, the, you have a lack of motivation to work out or be active.
4: So, it's, so it's, it's interesting because, like, back in the day, I used to, like, be able to, like, smoke weed and then go for a jog. And, like, I enjoyed that. Um, this was, like, pre-pandemic. Like, you know, like, summers ago, I would, like, take a hit and then go for a run or, like, do yoga. So I definitely, like, have convinced myself that I can, like, handle it or that it's fine but like yeah now knowing that i do have that like data point of that i did feel like i had enough energy and or more energy enough to text my therapist that so yeah
2: so going back and forth whether or not you do or don't want to um stop is really kind of the question
4: yeah it is and like i this is like because you can't do it in moderation Clearly I can't is what i is what I'm learning because like I can start in moderation, but then I'm like fuck it. I can smoke any like, you know, it just sort of like goes away. Me,
2: and obviously I'm not judging you by any means like zero percent. I'm just asking, like, do you think that, that that in itself is a sign that maybe you should try to stop because you can't do it in moderation?
4: Yeah. And that is like what that that's sort of like What I've been like digesting with my therapist for, you know, since like the beginning of the year at this point, and that I mean the the reason that it's a red flag to me because first of like I said I go back and forth between like okay I I want to quit and like this is fine because I I always thought like oh if you like have a substance problem it's gonna like fuck up your whole life like you're not gonna be able to like have relationships and you're not gonna be able to like function but like. I don't really see any evidence of it like screwing up my life which is what I think why I think I like it took me a bit to be like okay it's not okay that you can't do it in moderation like I never had a problem drinking in moderation you know which is why different. I know it's different. the problem,
2: the problem is is not that it's that they're different substances they can't you can't compare them in terms of like fucking up your life like whereas alcoholism can fuck up your life you where, and weed I mean, some for some people who who struggle with like weed marijuana addiction, it does it could fuck up their life. But it's it's in certain scenarios, and some don't. Some can like live and smoke. But Seth Rogen, (laughs) yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it's just up to you.
3: Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount, so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed.
4: Seth Rogan just had an interview, and this was like this. This like really like confused me. So he had an interview where he like basically said that he smokes weed, like other people need eyeglasses, and <laughs> and I right. was just thinking like okay like interest, interesting and uh-huh. I think about how much like nothing calms me like we does I was like maybe maybe I need <laughs> like he needs eyeglasses or something like I don't I don't know I don't think that's like I think that's probably like not realistic but but my question is what what do you think would happen if you stopped smoking if you didn't like
2: when you're what would happen to you what are you afraid of I think of? I'd be
4: like fine I think if I if for whatever reason I had to stop smoking forever and like, I really couldn't just say, fuck it. I actually, no think, not
2: for whatever reason, for the reason that you choose to stop. What do you think? Well, I
4: haven't chosen that. And that's sort what, of the say issue.
2: You, but no, right. I'm saying, say, there it, not an emergent reason. Like there's no emergency. You say, I'm not going to smoke anymore. What are you afraid that's going to happen? Cause you're saying like, Oh, maybe I don't need to stop. But you clear clearly signs for you that you want to stop. There's you said like you can't actually properly do intuitive eating. You're worried that you're you're saying that weight gain is an issue for you, and you're kind of equating it with smoking. So, so what I'm asking is, what are you afraid is going to happen if you to- if you just choose you choose not because a doctor told you or anything? You decide you're going to stop smoking.
4: Well, I'm not really afraid. It's just more that like, I, I feel like I just maybe don't have the will. Maybe at this point is what I, I were, I think, because I actually, so something else that I discussed with my therapist is like, what would my, what would enter my life if I did stop smoking? Okay. So like from the hours of like seven to 10 PM every night, like, what could I be thinking about doing? writing like what would my life be at those hours or like in general if i didn't like go to weed when i'm bored like that that's that's another thing i talk about with her i'm like i don't know what i'm missing but i also it's hard to be motivated by something you don't know you're missing like i think about how when i like stop dieting I started doing like the morning announcements and that definitely like opened up like a new thing for me. And so I wonder if I stopped weed, like what would that open up for me potentially? And I don't know, it might not open anything up. Like it, it's more just like, I know I have something in my life that occupies headspace the way same way dieting did. And I feel like, again, the way I justify it is like, again, my life is not falling apart and it's like sort of fine. But is that like a, a reason to keep doing it? I don't know. So that's Ooh. where I am right now.
2: Ooh. And how do, you, how do you, since stopping dieting was like it's such a big thing, how do you um, kind of deal with the fact that you feel like we gets in the way of that?
4: Well, okay, so that is, like, it's really, like, probably just been in the past, like, two months that I've, like, really started to, like, worry. Because, like, January was the first time I, like, real or February, January, February was the first time I realized, like, oh, this is, um, like, changing my desires for eating. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, over, you know, since then, I've sort of been just sort of trying to, like, make sense of it. But another piece of info is that I did sign up to work with an intuitive eating dietitian, and we're starting June like 15th or 16th or something. Mm-hmm. So once I start that, because I'm like investing money in it and time in it, I do feel like maybe once I start that, I should really try to not smoke because like I'm working with someone. I'm giving it my all. I'm not just like sort of like flying by the seat of my pants, intuitive eating, trying to figure out gentle nutrition alone and then not really knowing. And it's just sort of like, I feel like once I'm paying to be guided, maybe that will potentially make it more like worth.
2: But then it's not really realistic for your lifestyle. If part of your lifestyle is smoking.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't, so what are you, what do you mean? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking. You're saying it's not realistic that I would just stop.
2: I'm saying the work you'll be doing with your dietitian or whoever um, won't be like accurate to your lifestyle because you'll be not smoking, which is the first time you'll be doing that. Right. You know, it's not like it's not like a uh, sustainable the same way dieting right. <laughs> going on a diet and working with a dietitian to lose weight is technically not sustainable if you're trying to lose a significant amount of weight over like a sh- you
4: know what I mean? So are you saying I should smoke while I do it? I'm confused.
2: I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just pressing you <laughs> to think about I'm just pressing you to uh. think about all all of the above because you're saying like, Oh, maybe working with a dietitian will make me want to stop smoking. But I think really you have to have the will to stop smoking on its own without any external factors. If you want to
4: stop. Well, that's, that's sort of the thing. I'm like, I really change my mind. Like all the time. Like, that's That's sort of the, that's sort of the issue. Like, I feel like, okay, I think I do because if I, could just stop wanting weed at all like if I could just like have zero desire for it I'd be like okay that's convenient great I wouldn't be like oh like where is it you know like where's my desire for it it's sort of like how like one day I just sort of like lost the desire to like ever smoke a cigarette and like it became gross to me like I'm, yeah. I feel like in my the back of my head I'm sort of like waiting for that day to just come and it's your, not... will,
2: your will, you need to find something that you will more than smoking weed is what yeah. is going to, is necessary for you to stop smoking. You can't, your will to stop isn't enough. You need to want yeah. something else more. Right. To be because, worth it.
4: Right. Sort because of like
2: people who stop drinking, they will to live a, a life of like to live a different life. You know right.
4: what I mean? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm like, it would be easier if this had more visibly problematic effects. You know what I mean? hmm
3: This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes.
1: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well,
2: Okay, let's talk about intuitive eating and smoking. Okay, so what is your favorite go-to munchy snack?
4: Okay, well, here's what here's what I learned is that I don't crave sugar and desserts like at all when I don't or, smoke. Or,
2: so, oh, oh, when you don't smoke, yeah.
4: Oh, so my whole like what i so, so that that so something I've learned is that like my map of food desires completely changes, like entirely. Okay. So that is, like, something I've noticed, which is why I do think that, like, if I didn't smoke, I would definitely lose weight. But... You know
2: what's funny? You must, you know, instead of people who, like, or me, anyone, who emotionally eats, like, to go from, like, to cope with your emotions, I go straight to, like, food or something like that, or a dessert, you first go to weed, and it's, like, a (laughs) step-by-step. You have a middleman. Yeah. (laughs) You go to the weed. To cope, and then you go to the food afterward.
4: Completely, completely. Like that is exactly like the weed almost like opens the opens the permission gates (laughs) for the for certain foods, right? But it's not like permission gates. It's desire. It's like literally changes my desire.
2: What is an activity that you enjoy while you're smoking that you wouldn't want to do if sober?
4: There's literally nothing that I would not want to do sober that I would want to do smoking zero like i want to do the same exact thing
2: same exact there's no movie you would prefer to watch high or show
4: no like i'll watch we're not any tv any lack of fucking moving like any, any time on the couch i also like to read when i smoke although i go slower so you know
2: i find that when i smoke like or used to smoke i don't enjoy tv as much because i see like the acting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Like I see it too deeply that I can't, I hate it. Like I'm like, I need to watch this the way that they want me to see it. I can't see it through the lens of the way that I, I see them doing it. You know,
4: that is so funny. I also like, because I do smoke so frequently, I don't have those like weird trippy moments. Like that is another Uh, thing that I don't have. Like, I don't have that. Like, Oh my God, I got so high. And like this thing was happening. Oh my god, I had the worst fucking experience
2: taking an edible last. What's
4: your what was your most recent edible experience? Oh
2: my god, I was in the I I was out east and um was hanging out with Rusty and whatever friends and he like took an edible that I we didn't really think about the dose (laughs) and I just like ate a gummy or a larger gummy and. Oh my God, did I have the biggest panic attack of my entire life. I thought my like I was gonna die, like it was real. I was on the floor of the bathroom, like breathing, like, like sh- talking at the speed of, I don't even know, like Rusty was like, you're freaking me out. <laughs> and I just thought like my world was just co- collapsing on top of me. It was just the worst experience. And later, later, finally, when like the panic left my body and it was just highness, I felt like I was tripping, like, like I thought I took. I've never taken shrooms before, but I imagine like hallucinating. Like I was seeing things like it was wild and I hated it so much. So, but we still talk about it. Like we're like, can we not talk about that day ever again? But we were not all so fucked up. Like we, we sat, we ordered a bunch of food and we all just like sat on the same side of the table. It was just like, just like nobody was like in reality. It was just crazy. You know, instead of sitting across from each other, we were just like, Kind of accidentally sat on one side of the table. It was just du- like the du- like we were imagining, like cameras watching us, and we would it would it it would just look like like a like a ha- house where people really needed help. Like I just can't explain it to you. It was the worst experience of my entire life, and I was so happy that day ended. But um, I just that was that, I, and I don't think I smoked again. Yeah,
4: I was- don't think like I think there's <laughs> something I have like sort of. You've picked up on is like, there are definitely some people who like react to weed better. (laughs) Like, I've never had, I've only had one bad experience my whole smoking career. It was in college, like the first time, like the first semester of college was my only, like the only bad experience I've ever had.
2: Oh my God, I I had so many. It's not for me.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, right. I, that's why I'm sort of like, it would be so much easier if this just like wasn't for me. And then, Like, I didn't care anymore.
2: (laughs) Does it do do you ever have like um, anxiety on it, even though maybe you don't have a bad trip? But do you ever give you gives you anxiety or sometimes accentuates anxiety, even though you're trying to do it to be calm.
4: Okay, so here is another like observation I've had is that and another reason why I have trouble with like deciding if I should do it or not. When I actually smoke in moderation, like really, just like very, like much less quantity, or not even every day, it will soothe my anxiety like so well. Like it'll be like just the perfect. Working. It works. Like it fucking works.
2: Are you Are you smoking a specific? So one of Uh, the I
4: only smoke the bowl. I don't enjoy edibles. I don't enjoy joints. Like, but what
2: about like strain?
4: Oh, sativa.
2: Even though that's kind of an upper?
4: It's, like, not really an upper. Like, it's an upper of weed. Like, it's still weed,
2: you know? Yeah, but it's, like, excitable. <laughs>
4: it's, like, it's not. It's, like, it's not. Like, it It gives, it's the perfect amount for me. <laughs> but, um. Okay. So what I've realized is, like, when I do smoke in, like, true moderation, which I have trouble maintaining, it it really calms me. Like it works so well. And that's when I'm like, oh, I can never give this up. But when I mm-hmm. smoke, when I get into like, I'm smoking for hours on like Sunday, like I'm smoking for hours, like then it doesn't do anything for my anxiety. And like my anxieties can like overrun the weed almost, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but it's not like it makes my anxieties worse. It's just like, they are there now where they weren't. Mm-hmm. So that's, Again, that's, like, part of the struggle because, like, sometimes it works so well and sometimes it just does not. Yeah.
2: So one of the – another listener questions was when you were dieting in the past, did you stop smoking? Did it help you lose weight?
4: It, I never – no, it di- I didn't stop smoking, You like, while dieting in the past.
2: So then what do you think is the difference
4: between then and now? Is- well, then I was tracking my – so this is what I realized, like, it's fucked it up. The tracking of the calories was really what helped me maintain this lifestyle of like smoking and dieting because Mm -hmm. as long as I tracked it, like I could still maintain a level of control. But now without the tracking, it is not.
2: And you would like munchy slash binge on like really healthy yes. air
4: snacks. Yes, exactly. Like yeah, like, pops like, or, or like those
2: those air air um, like large crackers. You know those things that come in a bag. Do you know what I mean? Like those those big air. Oh crisps. yes,
4: the pops. They're like pops or some shit. The,
2: this, yeah 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 yeah. those yeah, those were like key
4: hummus. to pass diets. Yeah, uh-huh, so I would munchy. Yeah. And I would track it. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. just a free-for-all, you know?
2: Another question was, how do you deal with munchies? Are munchies a binging trigger for you? Do uh, so you consider munchies, munchies binging?
4: I don't get like the munchies. Like I need to oh just, keep, just, you know. That's
2: me. I, like become an endless pit.
4: <laughs> no, like I don't get those sort of munchies. It's more that it like will make me want something I didn't, I wouldn't have wanted one thing you know like an ice cream bar that i wouldn't have eaten or it'll make me want something different like where i could have like had a okay here's an example on sunday i was like i was smoking i was like literally sitting inside and i it was like probably like a like late lunch like a 3 p m situation and like normally at that time i would have like A wrap or like some toast with shit on it but instead i'm like i'm gonna you know good good shit on it but instead i'm like gonna go straight for like the pasta leftover because that's what sound feels good at the moment Mm -hmm. so it's it's not the it's not like a straight munchie but it is an alteration of my food intake
2: it affects the choice yes um another question weed and sex do you prefer having sex while you're high?
4: so so sex feels better but getting to the having of the sex is just like fuck no like I don't want to move you want me to touch you like you know what I mean it's like yeah it's like if you can get to it like right. sure it's great but the getting to it is like you want me to move right now
2: like, yeah like i'm I'm in the couch right now, yeah, okay. do you ever so I'm assuming the answer is no, but do you ever get paranoid?
4: I don't really get paranoid, at least not more than like I'm already paranoid about things,
2: or maybe the reason why you're already paranoid about things is because you're constantly smoking
4: or because I had a traumatic childhood, which led me to need to be constantly smoking.
2: um, yeah, no, it's, I get really paranoid, now. like if it depends on the. R- r-
4: I wouldn't say it's paranoid. I would say it's just like I have anxiety. Like, but I have that when I don't smoke, when I do, you know, not when I smoke in moderation.
2: (laughs) The worst is, though, true paranoia from triggered by smoking. Like, that is the absolute worst because you don't feel crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I felt. Really to end.
4: Okay. I have been paranoid, but not in years. Like, I used to get like, okay, when I. Lived in, like when I lived alone in like the upper east side, I would get paranoid that like someone's gonna find me and like smell <laughs> it and like arrest me. Like then I would get paranoid. Then oh, paranoid about the weed, about yeah. getting caught. <laughs>
2: I love that it like makes things funnier. Like to me, yeah. that's that's my favorite. Is yeah, is finding things to laugh at or just like. But then if you get into this like extreme laughing fit. I don't know if you experienced that because it's now <laughs> normal, but if, the, if I ever get into an extreme laughing, fit, then I start and I'm laughing for too long. I start to panic <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Oh no, people are looking at me. I'm laughing for too long. This is taking too long. I need to stop laughing. It's just, I just, then the paranoia sets it. I don't know if anybody's listening is the same way. Clearly. I like um, this one time in high school, were you, did you know about this? I axi- I was like 419, and we made weed brownies.
4: L's house. I was and- there in your class where you asked like what time it was a hundred times. You asked me what time it was a hundred times. Well, that was the end of the day.
2: So in the morning, like you go to school at like seven or something. And I was like, so fucking hungry. And we had these brownies for the next day. It was 419. We made them like on 418 or something. And they were in the foil and they were like hide hidden from my parents. And I like just started picking at them a little, but I think I was picking at them from like the underside, which I assume, I guess now looking back is the most potent side of it. I was like picking and Yeah. And then I like, when I drove to school and all of a sudden when I got to like open the door of the, the the high school, everything, I, I was like, why do I feel so weird? Like what's going on? And then I realized, Oh, fuck, I am so high right now. This is like seven in the morning and I sh- I'm late to school too. That's why I didn't have a chance to eat. And I show up to my locker and there's a girl that's a friend of mine and she's just in the hallway. She's like, hey, Aline." And I'm like, hey. She's like, she comes up to me. She goes, are you high right now? And I was like, I don't know. I think so. It lasted the whole day. And I like so much so that I saw you at eight period and you, I just kept asking you what time Hey, Sammy, what time is it? And you're like, same time. (laughs) Oh, man, that was great. That was a fun time (laughs) by myself.
4: I don't know how you like handled that. Like, I feel like I could not have gone to school in that state.
2: Yeah, I know. It was an accident. I was like, what else am I going to do? I have to ride this out. Like, go home. I'm sick i so many like we had like one of our guy friends like i had a few periods with him and he was just like he caught it he saw me he's like
4: you're fucking high right now
2: aren't you I was like it was an accident
4: <laughs> like, i just have to have some brownie crumbles in the morning and then he
2: was just laughing at me the whole day but i it like just lasted because my tolerance was so low but anyway you were also like a baby Okay, let's play rapid fire question game. Ready? Yes. Okay. Would you rather go high to a job interview or meet your significant other's parents for the first time high?
4: I'd rather go to a job interview because like you don't have to see them again.
2: Low stakes. You could just not get the job. Just move on. Okay, but I I agree. Job interview, way low stakes. And also like you have to meet your significant. They're going to remember that. Okay. The next question. This is rapid fire. We got to go faster. (laughs) (laughs) Ask ask me the next one.
4: What's your highest restaurant experience? Like you couldn't talk to the waiter. For me, it has not been since college. Cause like.
2: I don't remember, but I always remember those so funny. Like they're hilarious (laughs) because you're just like, you don't care. And you're just like fucked up. (laughs) But definitely when you're young, when I was younger. Yeah. When I I was
4: younger. Cause like.
2: I don't know those are so funny though and then you're just like giggling and you're like oh they think we're so stupid <laughs> like it's just it's really funny. I'm
4: sure the <laughs> raider has never met a high person before
2: <laughs> although no didn't we like we used to smoke and then like go to like fancy Japanese <laughs> restaurants
4: oh yeah but like it wasn't but not a it wasn't
2: funny it was just delicious
4: yeah yeah well, that could be the next question. What's the best high meal you've ever had? Probably. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah.
2: In terms of in terms of like deliciousness, but you and I, we I don't know. Maybe we talked about this. speaking of the frosting. Like we sat in your like car, like freshman year of college, and yeah. just ate like a tub of frosting. Yeah, that. In, in the parking lot,
4: it was so good. Probably like movie popcorn. <laughs> it's like the best meal I've ever had. <laughs>
2: So good, and it it just is never enough. Yeah. Okay, what? Where is the most beautiful place you've been high? Most beautiful place?
4: I'm just gonna assume it's somewhere in the U S. because, like, don't bring weed international. <laughs> um, maybe like Colorado was very beautiful. I was high there. I'm trying to think, like, where else? Palm Springs. We were high.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gave me like one tiny edible at Coachella. And I, but it wasn't beautiful. No, I'm talking it.
4: about J.A.'s Bachelorette. Oh. Here's something that maybe is affected by my highness. You know when you're in Palm Springs and it feels like you're on a movie set and everything around you is Truman Show fake? Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure if I feel that way because I was high or because it really feels like that. It definitely feels like that. because it. But I also don't find like desert vibes
2: to be like beautiful. It's not my... I I like like lush trees and will and like trees. Yeah. Greenery and flowers and gardens. For
4: me, I'm going to say Colorado. For me, I'm going to say the ski lift in Colorado.
2: Okay, I'll take it. Do you remember the most high conversation you've had? Example about like why water tastes like water?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: sometimes i bring things up and you just ask me if i'm high in the middle of the day so
2: (laughs) i remember one conversation with my friends we were like either in high school or maybe like after during college but at home when we were i think it was high school and we sat around and we were like came up with this like amazing invention like whoever's if there any of them are listening they'll laugh but it was called the um the oh my god it's called the waterproof mini phone necklace and it was just like we were coming up with like the most convenient way to you bring your phone around it's waterproof it's mini it's a necklace and then they invented those like plastic shields you know that you bring to water parks for yeah. your cell phone and we're like fuck they invented it and you put it on a string around your neck and you but it's not mini,
4: mini. well it is if but you get top, a small phone
2: at the time, the phones were bigger when we were doing this, like in 2006 or whatever. So um, that was that was the that was probably the most high conversation I've ever okay. had.
4: There, I don't I don't even know. Like, um, what is the dumbest, silliest thing you've ever bought? High, I can show you. What is it? Okay, hold on. So I was trying to decorate the Matilda Lounge, and I have this little ledge from. The office, actually, that I, uh-huh. that I put there. And I wanted to decorate it with, like, really cute, um, like, zen shit. So I bought, like, oh, your candle that you bought me is on it. Some succulents are on it. And then I wanted, like, a really natural-looking match strike. So mm-hmm. I bought, and I was, like, Googling around for, like, a chic-ass match strike. Because I have candles, and I want to light them with a match, not a lighter, because you can't get into the candle it, with yeah, the lighter. Yeah, it burns your fingernails. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> i was like googling around for a match strike and i bought this fucking rock <laughs> that was supposed to be a match strike
3: but it, it doesn't, doesn't
4: strike any matches as are you sure it doesn't see. strike from the bottom no so this rock was like 20 dollars.
2: where'd you buy that rock etsy yeah i've seen those did you check the reviews did it say it worked
4: i don't remember <laughs> I bought a rock. With a hole in it. And a flat bottom. You bought a
2: rock donut. It's pretty, but was it worth How do you what do you how do you strike the match then? What do you do?
4: <laughs> you I get like matches. It. I light like the match with the lighter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so stupid. Okay, last question. <laughs> Would you rather go to an hour workout class high or have to speak in public in front of hundred people high? I mean, obviously answer
3: is the, the workout. <laughs>
4: first of all if you if i can go to like y7 i've done y7 high it's fun like
2: that's funny that's a good idea
4: yeah like that's the thing it's like i enjoy doing certain things i mean at this point i probably wouldn't do y7 high but like back when i was like working out a lot more i was in better shape i yeah but like yeah i don't know
2: either way all right, that was a fun game. Um, everybody email us your stories if you have good stories about smoking or like the dumbest thing you've ever done that we can laugh at. Please send it to us.
4: Or DM me if you feel like you've gone through something similar with weed or are going through something similar with weed or whatever it is. Let me know.
2: Whatever it is, email us, DM us at Sammy at Aileen at Diet Starts Tomorrow DST at Betches.com. Um and, oh, FYI, guys, I just, we recorded a great episode, Me and Brittany for Betcha's Moms, all about body image and pregnancy. Obviously, we're not talking about it here. We're going to talk about Betcha's Moms. I think the episode comes out, if, if you're listening on Sunday, it comes out tomorrow on Monday. But if you're listening on Monday, this episode, listen to it today. Go check it out. Um, and, yeah, I said, send, I send, oh, we want you to please go tell a friend about this show if they are a fellow smoker or not or or anything dieter and yeah
4: guys we're always with you through thick and thin
1: diet starts tomorrow is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by stacy wong and sean kilby social media by sydney rafe guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at diet starts tomorrow on instagram twitter and facebook and send us your emails to dst at betches.com Batches.